0: It's life on life's terms. Here we are once again. The Life on Life's Terms podcast. Uh, I'm Tom Robinson. And like I always say, we're not affiliated with any twelve-step program. Um, I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, the, oh, no! Oh, <laughs> it's in the wall. You got to unplug the the Mac. Oh no!
1: That's
0: all right.
2: There we go. It's
0: all good. Technical difficulties. That's what happens when you're. Uh, Amateurs. <laughs> yeah. When you're a recovering
1: junkie and not a freaking producer of a podcast. An IT tech. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think we do pretty good. I can barely run my iPhone. We're trying. All right. All right. And we we're go. live on YouTube now. All right. All right. So, anyway, Tom Robinson, Life and Life Strategy Policy. Yep.
1: I'm um, Chris Mandeville. We're here at a New Wave Recovery Center in Quincy, Mass on Quincy Ave. Um, if you're in the South Shore area, Come check it out. Um, Lots of resources. There's actually a women's meeting tonight um, that happens every Thursday when we record. Uh,
0: This weekend, we're going live from the Brook Retreat um, Scholarship Fundraiser.
1: Yes, it's called uh, Blue Jean Black Tie. Blue Jean Black Tie. Yes, and it's host... I think it's in the Cranberry Bogs. Yeah? Yes. Um, It's to raise money for... um, Clients and treatment, and right s- supposed to be a good time. Uh, I will post, I actually did post a link to this page, so yep. I will post it again. Yeah, um, we're going to post it again. So tonight we have uh, Joanna, who actually listened to one of the podcasts, and we said if someone would like to come on here to message us, and she messaged us. And here and she is. And here she here is. I am. Fantastic. So we're going to turn it over to her, and she's going to share her experience, strength, and hope with us.
2: All right. Well, uh, my name is Joanna. I'm an alcoholic. Um, my sobriety date is June 15, 2017. I'm gonna get into a little bit of like what makes me an alcoholic, but um, you know, I started when I was a young at a young age. My family. I come from a family of alcoholics. I don't necessarily think that's what makes me an alcoholic. But, um, you know, I picked up, like, when I was 14, started drinking, and, like, I thought I was, like, any normal alcoholic. Just, you know. But my friends eventually told, like, they got sick of me. They told me that, like – I was always a problem. So
1: you, yeah, you were that girl that everyone had to babysit. I was like,
2: I, oh yeah, like I would be like down the street, just like on the grass sleep. I was sleeping somewhere.
1: Yeah. But they couldn't find
2: me. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'd be like, can I just go in your car? And that's probably as responsible as it ever got. Yeah. And then, but
0: was there consequences at home too for the drinking, or was there just it was just the atmosphere was was okay?
2: Well, you know, I was like, you know, I was really a manipulative alcoholic, so it's like I would tell my mom like I'm just sleeping at my friends, and then we like, oh did,
0: yeah, 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 <laughs> was like, my story too. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we conducted them-
2: ways to like sneak out of her house all Now, the time.
1: nowadays it's too hard to do that it's like alright FaceTime me from their house oh yeah that's like, yeah. right I want you to go that's outside right. right now take a picture, take a picture. <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. take like. a
0: picture with the newspaper <laughs> yeah <laughs> we need proof of life we need proof of life where are you oh yeah picture it didn't happen yeah. I always
2: say like when I have kids like they're screwed like they're never gonna get away with anything oh but you yeah. put a
0: GPS tracker right on the phone kid. snapchat yeah.
2: has the location oh yeah <laughs> not that my kids would be like my snapchat friend but I'll make them <laughs>
1: <laughs> right.
2: Um. So, yeah, you know, like, I was, like, I thought I was just, like, a normal teenager. And then as time went on, I went in and out of friendships. And then I got into, like, my first serious, serious relationship. And he had told me he was addicted to pills. And, like, you know, I, I just stayed with him. Like, just took care of him, enabled him. And then, like, eventually it got bad. Like, I would just... I would control his intake of drugs and um, then like I had hurt my shoulder one day and when I think back on it now it's funny because like I don't even know if I really hurt my shoulder but oh yeah, I, yeah like, I, but your uh,
1: alcoholic mind told you, you yeah, did. It made yeah. You it's like i slumped over and everything oh, like,
2: yeah. oh it was great um and then you know i picked up and and it was the best feeling ever like it was like i finally just didn't care like that was the thing like i didn't care about making people happy anymore but like also like i didn't care about myself and as i progressed which you know like a normal alcoholic it progressed very very quickly and uh Eventually, like I lost my job, I lost my car, I lost, you know, my home, and then I had gone to detox, tried like, just being like a pill addict, and then started drinking again. Like I was like, I'm Is this just
0: still in high school, or are you, you. No, before?
2: this was like in my like early twenties. Right.
0: So, so at um, at first, the pill problem
1: was a lot more manageable than the drinking. You could still function. You weren't passed out on someone's lawn. No,
2: no. So like the the. The drinking began in high school, right. and then like when I was with my sign- my boyfriend at the time, like he was doing pills all the time. So I would just drink, and I was like, "I'm just drinking." So like you're doing pills, yeah, like, yeah. You know, the I was better than, yeah, yeah. The better yeah. oh yeah. And I was <laughs> I was way better than, and as soon as I picked up pills it just like prog- like that was like my my venom like it just like mm. progressed so quickly uh, like to the point where like i you know was stealing lying and then like losing everything and like the most important thing for me to say is like I really lost who I was like I don't know if I ever really knew who I was but I had like little bits and pieces that I definitely didn't want to lose that I did lose like, do you think
0: you lose the you lost the part of the parts of the you that you liked about yourself
2: exactly exactly yeah. and like you know I, I also lost that. the parts that I didn't like so I think mm. that's what like attracted me to continue doing it
0: oh yeah you know but I like that. yeah
2: But it got to a point, like, it was so bad. Like, I would be just, like, not showering, not brushing my teeth, like, not going anywhere near a mirror. Mm. And, like, you know, my family did, like, a couple interventions on me, and I would agree to detox, but then I would get high after. Like, as soon as they left, I'd be like, never mind. Like, yeah. So as soon as I lost my house, well, my apartment, it's, like, then I was like done. Like, I was like, okay, I, have n- I don't have anywhere to go. My mom took me in and mm. she would, you know, she called detox on like the behalf of my name. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> and woke
2: me up the next day and she's like, hey, you're going to detox. And this was so like, she,
1: she made pretend she was you.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, I was crying on the way to detox and she was like, You'll thank me one day and I was like, "I know. Just cry." <laughs> yeah. And
0: then when you got there, you were like cards and hoodsy cups. Well, this isn't yeah, so Yeah, well, it was
2: my first glance at like <laughs> AA and like even though my mom like was in recovery, like I never I never like got the depth of it. Like I never ah, had that Mom AA.
0: found recovery.
2: Oh yeah. So Very mom good. found recovery and I, you know, this was the first time in detox that like i got that a experience and even though Mm -hmm. i didn't stay like it gave me like a solution like i knew that that's where i belong but like i just wasn't ready like you know yeah we so, don't
1: we don't realize that we have to go through everything.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I just hadn't reached my like. I didn't believe I was an alcoholic. Like I was like, I am like. I think it was like twenty one or twenty two, and I was like, I am just a pill addict.
1: Like, yeah. Oh, I'm just a yeah. drug addict. Oh, yeah. That's That's such alcoholic. a common theme. is yeah. Oh my so, god. It happens
0: so much. It's just like if I just, just stop doing the pills, the I'll be I'm fine. Good. Yeah. The, you the just don't believe. Yeah. You just don't want to believe that it's all wrapped up in the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And and then it really gets scary when you realize it's not really the substances. <laughs> it's the no, underlying causes. It's like causes. the person
2: inside, the soul, like um, the yeah. spiritual malady that they talk about. <laughs> yeah. um, so you know, I went to detox. I did like, I did like a bunch of meetings in 30 days. I didn't. My mom didn't make me work. She let me stay home. Hmm. And then I started drinking. And like, I drank for a while. Like, it was just drinking. And like. I didn't think of it as really a problem. And, like, I never viewed alcohol as a problem because it's so socially acceptable. And then... Yeah,
1: it's, it's everywhere. And
2: Yeah. And, and, like, I had just turned... Like, I was, like, 22. Like, I was so young. I didn't... I wasn't ready to give up alcohol. Hmm. And then... Plus,
1: you hadn't... You didn't think that you were an alcoholic, so...
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, right. I was just an addict. And... um you know eventually it progressed and i started doing pills again and then i started doing heroin because you know it's cheaper it's easier to get and everyone well not everyone else was doing it but everyone i knew i guess
1: like so many people like for me i um
0: hold on one (laughs) second Yeah, it's, it's an economic necessity eventually. Yeah, um, like I,
2: I remember being like, oh, I'd never do heroin, like never. And the day before I went to detox again, I actually brought a needle home and I was like ready to take that next step in my in my like relationship with-
0: With drugs. Yeah, yeah.
2: with the drugs. Yeah. And like I was ready and, you know, I honestly didn't, like I'm such an isolator when I use drugs that like I didn't mm. know how to do it. So I Googled like how, how to shoot, up and keep in mind like i work at, i worked at a dentist wow. office and i brought home like this nova oh, key boy. needle and it's so it's like oh, this no huge yeah, like
1: leaving a nice hole in your yeah, arm
2: yeah. Wow. so it's like huge That's and um, i'm i'm just like there's no way like this is how people do it so i just <laughs> was like i was so scared like i was like let me just you know do do it the way i do it and um mm. I went to detox the next day, and a lot of people said, you know, if I had gone to, the like, taken that next step, I probably wouldn't have gone to detox. Um, Ah,
0: so you never ended up doing it.
2: No, I never – I was so scared. Mm. Yeah, so I never ended up doing it. And I think, like, I lived with my grandmother at the time, and it's like, she's like – an older woman that like can't she can't go up the stairs like god forbid if something happened no one would have known like it would have just been and like yeah. that poor woman if she ever found me like you know gone like and like what would she have done it yeah. would have been days isn't it isn't yeah. it
0: amazing the um one way or the other that the decision could have yeah could've, like yeah. totally brought you down a different oh, yeah. path yeah and you just think it just like just amazing
2: yeah, it's scary, too, because it's, like, I, you know, I was really willing to to do it, but, like, I just, I was scared, I guess. And I think, like, you know, that's when, like, I look back now, and I'm, like, that's just God working in my life. And, like, exactly. I wasn't able to recognize it then, but, right. but it definitely was. Like, which, like, so many times after that, too, like, I look back, and I'm, like, God was just, like, truly working in my life during those times. Like, I went to detox. I went to... um I went, yeah, I went to a detox, and then by the end of, de- I went to CSS, and then I decided to go to further treatment, oh. and so I went to a women's halfway house, and that place taught me so much, I was there for like three months, well I went to CSS, TSS, and then halfway house, and they like, what's bro-
0: what, what are these letters you, t- you speak of? uh their holding facilities okay uh, oh so yeah, so yeah, yeah yeah clinical stabilization yeah. css and then transitional, sim- yep. and transitional. yeah yeah okay. so
2: like i waited at the tss for like a month like you wait there to get to your halfway house
0: right
1: and, so like, it's I- kind of like cuz detox is so fast now like 5 to 7 days mm-hmm. and Right. and then you'll go to css which is like all right now you're detoxing from detox mm-hmm,
0: and exactly and then oh
1: really and you end up then which you end up leaving it's there right. and oh. you go to a holding which is like you know, you have a lot more freedom. They'll take you out to outside meetings, um, okay. and you're just like sitting in limbo, waiting for you yeah. Oh, I,
0: the only hold, I went to a holding. The only holding I went to was Kingston House Wet Shelter, and it was yeah. it was upstairs, and you know that was interesting. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's it,
1: it's tough. I'm, I got a I got a guy right now who uh, he wants to get into treatment. Yeah, um, he doesn't want to get high again, but he's been drinking. I was like. Then go to detox. Hey, that's yeah. enough. Yeah. Newsflash:
0: drinking's getting high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Right, like yeah. But he's trying to. He's trying to. He's trying to control run the show. Run the I'm show, like, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, dude. Willing. Just go to detox. Alcohol is enough to get you into detox. Like they don't oh, yeah. detox you for anything else besides benzos and heroin. Right. Like it doesn't matter. You know. Became willing. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And it's funny, because I didn't become it Like, I didn't want, my plan in detox was like, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to go back to work. And like, I just want, I kept using the phrase, like, I just want to be normal. I just want to be normal. And like, the last day. We don't even
1: know what normal is.
2: Exactly. And like, the last day there, I was like, I was like, you know what? Like, let me just try this further treatment then. Cause I had no idea what a halfway house was. Like, I never knew what even TSS or even CSS was. Like, yeah, I right. had no I'm idea. Either. I, yeah. I ended
1: up going to jail. I, I had been to a couple detoxes. I went to jail and someone mentioned halfway house. And the only time I ever heard the term halfway house was when I was selling heroin to someone who was on parole.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I had no idea what a halfway house was. No idea what AA
0: was. was Just sitting in detox full of fear.
2: Oh yeah, and I yeah. had a journal. They made me a journal there, which was really nice. But um, they made me a journal, and like I would write in it all the time because I would never sleep, especially when I was in CSS, and because I was like <laughs> withdrawing really. And
0: yeah,
2: yeah. I I look back at the journal, and there's one entry I wrote, and it's like March. I don't I don't remember the date, but. It it said like leave it in God's hands, like in all capital letters. And I didn't even have a grasp, like I didn't even have a relationship with a higher power then. So it's it's crazy, like when I look at it and I'm like, Wow, see, like that is God working in my life. Like, yeah, so
1: you had you had heard enough to know that you needed mm-hmm. some type of god or higher power exactly
2: exactly and i was right. up for all hours whether you were so I
1: aware of it or not was a
0: different yeah, story yeah <laughs>
2: so like yeah. the day before i was supposed to leave there and go live this normal life that i expected to live um i was like you know what like if you can get me into like a tss now like in a day then i'll go and they did they got me a bed there and um they, I went to a halfway house for women, and between the TSS and the halfway house, they just truly broke me down as, like, a person. Like, they, they taught me how yeah. to re, redo things. Like, honestly, like, go to doctor's appointments. Like, all those things I didn't know how to do, mm-hmm. I, I only knew how to use drugs and alcohol. So it's oh. like... I, I, I went to doctor's appointments. I went to therapy. I went to the dentist's point. I brushed my teeth. Like, I know it sounds ridiculous, but, like, I didn't do that. Like, uh, I didn't yeah. do that getting high. And, like, right. it felt like good.
1: Showers p- were few and far between Oh, for yeah. Me. Oh, those were, <laughs>
2: like, like, I didn't animals. even know what yeah, a shower was. Like Straight like, up. Yeah.
1: Straight up animal. <laughs> it's
2: terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um. No but time it, for that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I admit that, like, I had started acting out, like, on old behaviors when I was there. And so I did get kicked out. And unfortunately, like, I wasn't done. But I never really... Um, I never like went on a full out binge again. Like I just like couldn't get it. Like I, I started working like, you know, doing the twelve steps and but it was just like friends were more important, boyfriends were more important and Ooh. shopping was more important, my shoes, my hair like all those things that like all o- outwardly things. Outside that things. yeah trying that trying make, to make you feel better. feel
0: better. Yeah. And yeah.
2: I, I couldn't grasp like the triangle. Like I was like, I don't know, like I go to meetings, that's enough. And
1: yeah, <laughs> dress up the trash can go to a meeting
2: exactly exactly. make the
1: outside look good and the inside still sucks exactly
2: exactly and um you know i was living a very like dishonest life um and i i eventually like i couldn't get it but i was doing the steps like i was not obviously doing them honestly but i couldn't like you know i i'd I drink and then like a couple weeks would pass and then like I do like a Xanax and a couple weeks would pass. Like I just couldn't stop. Like I mm. I never went full out like on a binge run again, which like I'm so grateful for. I was also on on like Vivitrol and I think that helped with a lot of things because you know, I knew mm. like I couldn't fully get high and um
0: right. Well, yeah. that's the difference. I mean, nowadays especially with the fentanyl and everything, it's it's you know, People, you could just say, just get your ass in a seat. Shoot mm-hmm. for midnight and yeah. just keep coming. However, nowadays, it's like, it's a little scarier, you know? Because you exactly. could go yeah. out and die. But, but also, like, the, the Vivitrol, you
1: know, I'm all for it. Like, oh, yeah. it, it helps oh, people. Yeah. But if you don't get, like, right into a solution, it's just you're like, okay, I can't do heroin, but... I can do mm-hmm. coke. I can drink. Mm-hmm. I can take pills. The like crystal. Yeah. A little, can yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think
0: if you drink on Vivitrol,
1: you get sick as well. No, right? you don't. No. No. Oh. Okay. I had.
0: I had, I sponsored a kid. Sorry. <laughs> I sponsored a kid once, and he was addicted to um, breaking into people's houses while they were home. Wow,
2: that's an adrenaline rush. Oh uh, yeah, yeah he'd that's wait an adrenaline. Till like, yeah. He'd
0: see them go in the other room, and he'd open the door, and, you know, sneak yeah. into their fucking closets. Oh yeah, like, old school. Cat
1: burglar. Yeah. That's what that was called. Crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, now yeah, it's called Home crazy. Invasion but and it's a yeah. 20
0: piece. <laughs> yeah, 20 piece. Home and awake. Like, yeah. This is his. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, that's yeah, pretty that's crazy. That's really crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's an addiction. I don't right? know if I've yeah.
1: ever ingested anything that would give me that type of feeling. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. So is there a 12-step program for b and e's? <laughs> <laughs> If anyone knows the one, so. could you uh, put a link? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, Sorry.
2: No, you're fine. Uh, so, like, it's like... I went to the halfway house, I I couldn't get sober, like, I couldn't stay sober, really. But I was still doing the steps, like, my sponsor would just be like, okay, just, like, keep going, just keep going, just, like. So I did, like, I did a fourth step, which is, like, my inventory and the turnarounds, and then I did my fifth step with her. And it was funny, because, like, so many people had said this to me, but she was, like, like you just don't have to get high over these problems anymore like you just don't have to use these as excuses and like I had heard it so many times like don't get high but but like this time it's different and even after that I um I I still didn't stay sober like I still would just like use and use and like take a break and use and take a break and use and take a break mm. and then I, I ended up getting into like this extremely unhealthy relationship and i actually got pregnant so that was it for me like I, I had always wanted to be a mom and i was like i can't like i cannot um get high like i can't even like dabble or anything because like you know i'm not responsible for myself anymore and a couple months later like me and my sponsor were like vigorous about getting through the steps so I got to step eight, and which was like making your list of amends, and I actually ended up having a miscarriage in August of 2017. Uh, yeah,
0: this is during the amends process.
2: Right before making amends, well, right before I the was amends making, making the list. Started. Yeah so Uh, uh, yeah and i was just like i was done like i was like i can't do this i can't believe in god and because i couldn't yeah so
0: a new resentment on the list oh
2: yeah oh yeah god Uh, was on there for sure and actually a couple weeks before i found out i was pregnant i um i i have some duster at work and i feel like it's important to include that because a lot of people don't think like stuff like that's like addiction like you know huffing duster but that's absolutely like an addiction and well
0: whatever you know it
2: took me out of myself and i felt a lot of guilt because i was pregnant and like i was like what if i i wasn't pregnant i didn't know i was pregnant when i huffed the duster so i was like what if that you know affected like why i had the miscarriage but that
0: doesn't that's unhelpful for yourself though
2: yeah oh yeah you know now now people tell me all the time like listen like people drink people do a bunch of stuff within the first couple weeks no one knows like so um you know i i had the miscarriage in august and i was like i can't do this like i can't do aa i can't believe in a higher power that would do this something like this to me
1: yeah that's that's a that's a trauma yeah yeah Yeah. and
2: and because i had so much like hope on being i what i did was i put expectations on this little like unborn child i was like they're gonna make me better like they're gonna make me happy and it's my relationship that like you know we were breaking up all the time that relationship is gonna get better like we're gonna be a great mom and dad on this like little innocent child that wasn't even born like how how unfair but also
1: thinking that having this child was going to fix all of those problems yeah yeah you know because i uh, still
2: had those like out those those problems within me and fix it yeah
0: (laughs) and
1: and, you know i mean it's kind of crazy but it may be a good thing that this child was was not born you know now it's like Mm.
2: i have like a full understanding that like it was not my time right and, and right. god's
1: we don't know what god's plan is for exactly. us and, exactly and sometimes things happen we don't like them um but you know hindsight's always twenty-twenty. when we look back on things like thank you know Thank God that didn't happen. Yeah, you know? uh,
2: uh, yeah. My sponsor says to me now, like, imagine if you had a kid. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. I can't even think of that. Like, oh, my. I'm, I'm barely responsible enough for myself. Yeah. It, it,
1: there's so many people out there that think that the the love of their child or love for their child mm-hmm. will keep them away from a drink or a drug. And it exactly. doesn't. It doesn't. Right. At all.
2: Exactly. And, you know, I actually, I managed to stay sober without a solution through that. And that shows honestly god working in my life because um now when i face struggles it's like i went through that without a solution like i can mm. get through anything so, but right.
0: you had you had already read your fifth step at that point
2: yes but i was dabbling
0: <sighs> oh so like right. she so was just like sober. get this
2: relief like get the yeah. relief that you need so i wasn't like Fully sober, oh. like I would, I would just relapse like a day, like like I said, like with a drink one night, or like, and then like a month would pass, and then like a, cu- and then like in February of of 2017, that's when I like really stopped dabbling, and then yeah, so
1: it sounds like a, a first step problem versus the yeah, other steps. yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly,
2: and then um, <laughs> and then like June came, and for some some reason, like the beginning of June, I was like at work and I like saw some duster on the it's so funny to talk about but like I saw some duster on like next to my computer and I was like well you know like I've never done this before so I decided to have some duster and then two weeks later I found out I was pregnant and I was like that's why like you know my sobriety dates June 2017 and it's like even after the miscarriage even after the guilt of maybe like that duster could have done something to like my unborn child I, I didn't know I was pregnant, and, like, I forgive myself for that, and I, you know, am able to, like, cope with the fact that, like, it was not my time. And mm. also, like, I like to include that, like, my, to me, like, my baby's, like, in heaven, you know? Like, nothing's ever going to harm that baby. You know, like, like mm. it's just in peace now. Like, there's no, like, cruel world ever going to touch that baby. Like, it's perfect.
0: Wow, well, that's an interesting uh, concept. I always think that... Uh, the soul of the baby was probably transferred to someone, you know, some other yeah. born somewhere yeah. else. But that maybe that's different. I say my animal, different... my
2: cat, because she was like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: she was, um, you know, I had she. I just got her when I found out the baby passed away, and it was like I just always say like my cat is like my baby, and my one of my friends, she like is a psychic supposedly, and um, she she said that. She's not my baby, but my baby gave her to me. So, oh, yeah. Cool. So it's really interesting. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> I don't know if like they could, souls could transfer through yeah, species. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I do believe in, you know, like you meet someone and it's like, you know, that this ain't their first life. Yes. You know? Yes. Like you that's you so like, true. Like old souls. Yeah. yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. I like, 100% agree I think that. some people Like are attracted To each other Because they've been Together before Or you know what I mean mm. Like I don't know Yeah
2: <laughs> I, I 100% agree With that though. Especially the old souls Because like I really feel like I am one um, But you know So So Um, the relationship between me and my ex, like, had gotten so bad after, especially, like, after the miscarriage. At first, it brought us closer. Then it got, like, extremely unhealthy. And I had enough knowledge and hope to be aware that, like, I was going to relapse. Like, if this continued the way it was, I was either going to kill him which i i did kind of want to do but like i knew i wouldn't get away with it so (laughs) i was like oh i'm gonna drink over this
1: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) And going to um, kill him a drink. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. And I, I, I didn't want to do either of them, honestly. So, you know, I called a sober house that I had been to in the past. And I called and I asked the owner, because I wouldn't give up my cat. She's like my pride and joy. So I called her and I was like, is there any way I can come there with a cat? She's like, no, I'm sorry. So I, I was like, all right, I understand. Because like most sober houses won't take animals. And I... um uh, mm. I got on my knees for the first time in like months. Like this was in this was in January of of this year, and I got on my knees and I prayed and I I was like God, please like just tell me what to do. Like yeah. I don't I don't know now. Like I don't know what to do. Do I stay? Do I leave the cat with him? Like, and the next day, um, the woman, the owner of the soap house, called me and she was like, "You know what? We have like this little mouse problem. So like, just bring the cat." And I just like I got <laughs> I got off the phone and I just cried and I cried and I cried That's and like crazy. Wow. it was it was like a miracle to me, and I you know I went to that sober house and it was tough because like I had like I had like maybe like eight eight or nine months sober and I I was living with these women that had like two days sober like it it was tough mm, and. But, like, I also hadn't worked a serious program in a long time. Um, So I knew I was, like, so close to a relapse. And I... I, I asked one woman to sponsor me, and she, you know, I needed I needed instant, like I needed to work the steps like as quickly as possible because I knew a relapse was right around the corner. And um, you know, another woman had actually got placed into my life, and I asked, I didn't know her at all. Um, I asked someone to sponsor me, and she said that like she was like I'm incapable of sponsoring you, like to give you like the full um the full situation that you need and. Uh, so she guided me to her sponsee, and she. I texted her. She gave me her number. I texted her. I was like, "I don't know you, but like, I I really need help. Like, I really need to work the steps like as quickly as possible." And she she was like, "I'll meet you tomorrow." So like like imagine this woman that doesn't even know the stranger, and like that's just what we do for each other in this program. Yeah, like, oh yeah. yeah. But she
1: knew she couldn't give you what you needed. You know,
2: the, her sponsor couldn't. Right. So her sponsee. Right. Like, I, I, she was like, I'll meet you tomorrow. And we cracked open the book the next day. And we went through, you know, one, at at this point, I had a, I had a really great relationship with a higher power. Because, you know, after that, that situation with the sober house, like, I had no choice but to believe in God. Like, I just, I just, you know, I, I couldn't help it, honestly. Like, it saved my life, and he. Um, no, she came over the next day. We went through the steps. Like um, my four step was extremely, extremely thorough. Like I had like a list of questions I had to go through for each resentment, and yeah. I, I, it wasn't hard. It wasn't hard to do. It was just long, and it was like emotionally draining. Like I was, I was so like upset how long I knew it was going to take me.
0: A list of questions
2: yeah so like a lot of people do it like you know and each way is fine um there are a bunch of different ways that like sponsors take their sponsors do the work
1: several different ways
2: yeah but she was like you know you have a little bit of time so like let's just do get through this like let's go as thorough and deep as possible um so for each like you know selfish it it was simple for selfish like what what did you really want
0: selfish dishonest self-seeking and afraid
2: so dishonest was like so thorough like it was like what was the lie you told yourself what's the truth that you believe did you judge did you Hmm. deny someone a right to their opinion did you like it it was it was yeah it was really in depth and it it took it took months like i i probably was on it for about six six or seven months and probably like six months and even even our fist up because it was so thorough it took took about 10 hours to read it and we divided it up into like you know we we did one session a week and i actually like it was a whole different experience for me than than the first time i had done it because like to do a couple hours like just the resentments on myself took two hours like it was crazy it was it was the longest the longest person but just like doing those turnarounds and like really explaining them and like It was so cleansing. Like, it was so, like, we do, we'd meet once a week. We'd read for, like, three, four hours. And then I'd be able to process that instead of, like, really being able to, like, you know, a lot of sponsors will take people through and, like, bang it out in, like, a day or two days. And that's what I did my first time, which, you know, that gave me the hope that I needed to continue on. But this time, like, it gave me the chance to process everything to go through those emotions and to truly like let those go and like give yeah. them to God yeah it was super it was so relieving Good. um you know and now I you know, I took my fifth step which was like uh, phenomenal that hour with with my higher power was like oh my god I can't even describe it like I wish I could sit in that moment forever because it was so peaceful
0: <laughs> yeah. um oh yeah where where did this happen
2: actually it happened in my bed like i just oh, at sat your house. It, yeah i just sat in my i wanted to do it at the madonna in east boston but i i didn't and i just did it in my bed is that like a statue yeah, yeah yeah kind of um and so i just sat there in my bed and i was like you yeah, know, you can take an hour with your higher power anywhere like yeah, really it doesn't matter little. where you but are but to
1: to get rid of all that stuff that's been weighing you down for so long and yeah. then to to just sit there and like you know Think about you know whatever it is you're believing in your higher power yeah. is is helping you to to do that you know the the first one I did um, I didn't really get to read much on my fourth step because I went to the Arch art Street and sat with Brother Fred
0: mm-hmm. and yeah. like, it was an
1: A Wall style it was different um, but the hour I took with God after in the church that was like.
2: Oh my God. That was awesome.
1: Indescribable. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Indescribable. Truly indescribable. Like the, the feeling I felt during and after. Um, and then, you know, I made my list of men's – well, no, I did six and seven, and I I do I try to do the seven-step prayer every day um, just to take, like, those character defects, because, like, it, for me, it's, like, once once one major character defect comes out, they all start rolling in. And, like, just quickly, I'm, like, yeah. I'm, I'm back to the old person. I used to be that, like, I'm, I'm not proud of, and – um, today I can actually say I'm, I'm truly proud of myself and everything I've gone through. And the, um, you know, I, I, started doing my men's and I haven't made a lot. I've made, I think about four. Um, but I do sponsor women. I, I'm able to like give the message back. I actually just got a sponsy for, technically it's my second sponsy but, my first one never called me, so yeah, <laughs> so, which happens often. But I just got my first one, and and she was placed in my. This is still like you know my higher power working in my life. Like she is, you know, she was placed in my life because because I'm going through like a really hard time right now, and I think it's important to express that because like being sober, it's not always like butterflies and rainbows and like happiness no, and excitement. It's like you still have life, but like this is the first time I'm going through something really hard and I have a network though. Like I'm doing it with a solution. Like I'm reaching out to people I I know love and care about me. And like, sometimes Mm. I wake up and like I have text messages. Well, sometimes this like just happened, but, but I woke up this morning and I had text messages to people that truly care about me and they're asking how I'm doing. And Mm. do I necessarily want to explain and be like, I'm good. Like I'm fine. And, you know, or even be honest and be like, no, I'm not good. Like, I'm, I'm hurt and I'm going through it. But to those people, they care so much about me that it's like they deserve those answers. And, you know, when they're going through those hard times, I'm there for them.
1: Yeah. And, and, and they're not asking you for you not to tell them. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like,
2: exactly. Like, I,
1: I always used to say, like, I don't give my number out for you not to call me. Yeah. Like if I it, give you my exactly. numbers to use. <laughs> yeah,
0: like yeah, I called my
2: sponsor today. I was like, well, I text her and I was like, can you just like call me? And and she called me and I was like I was like upset on the phone and I was like, Can you just tell me I'm gonna be okay? Like I know I'm gonna be okay, but can you please just tell me yeah, I'm gonna be I just okay? Need to hear. I just need it and and from her specifically, because she always tells me, You're being okay'll be okay no matter what. Mm. And even mm. even when I know it even when like uh, I'm I'm really struggling, and when I say struggling, I, I mean like just dealing with emotions, like that. Yeah. It's really hard. because well, You
0: don't like, you don't mean uh, struggling to stay
1: away from a drink. Exactly. Because I mean, yeah. like the, the the drink and the drug is no longer the problem. Ex-
2: it's it's exactly. life. It's exactly. Exactly. And it's and no it longer the working. solution yeah. either it wasn't for me. The
0: solution. It wasn't working in the end. For exactly. Me. Yeah. yeah. You know?
2: And that's because I, I would go in meetings and people would be like, oh, I'm struggling. And I'd be like, oh, they're about to get high. And then, yeah. and now when I, you know, going through those hard times, I understand like, no, I'm just struggling through life. Like, right. Life's right. hard. Like, it, it's it, really hard.
1: Trudge the road of happy destiny. Yeah. that's right like, Trudgy. trudge trudge
2: going through those hard times <laughs> is like what teaches you what what makes those those beautiful like amazing times so much more worth it yeah like, cause mm.
1: you, you need you need something to to mm-hmm. to measure it against exactly. you know like yeah. how are you gonna know what's a good time if you've never had them exactly or if you've never had a bad or if time. you have
2: all good times yeah. all the time what's yeah, like yeah then that one yeah. little
1: shoelace breaks and you fucking lose yeah,
2: Exactly you go off the rails and now you exactly you've
0: fucking... hey but the the thing that that helps me out sometimes or it not even helps me out it's just it's just now i have a remember when sometimes like last night i was watching this movie about southey I forget what the heck it was called, but the the dude was smoking crack, mm. and it was just like that stuff was such a strong draw for me, even though I was a heroin addict. Right? I, yeah. You know, I just I could picture the whole thing in my mind the way it used to it used to travel down the network of my mind every time I would go through that and go relapse on it. It brought me out a lot that stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. And mm-hmm. it was so strong, you know. You just you just think to yourself, that's what I need to fear is that. The strength of how, how it had me. Yeah, how yeah. The bad. power yeah, and yeah. how power of cunning bad. and baffling yeah. and insidious. Oh, it's terrible! Unbelievable. It's you know? crazy.
2: <laughs> and like, I just try Lesson to work. I don't want
0: anything to do with.
2: Yeah, no, no. You don't. I play that. T- I do play that tape. I'm not saying like there's never a day that like something doesn't pop in my head. Like, oh, maybe I, like i i work i'm actually not gonna say that um
0: i, <laughs> <laughs> I can get in trouble yeah. so
2: you know i i did some bad things and like i um you know it, it still it still comes to my head once in a while like but it's so much more fleeting than in the beginning like it's like okay what where did that even come from and
0: then
1: yeah, I'm like, right. yeah, yeah like right. for someone to say that oh i got sober and i never thought of drugs again or that's alcohol crazy. again? It's crazy. No, no, that's silly. It's I, like I, someone... I don't romance it. I don't fantasize about that's it. Right? Like, yeah. You know, yeah. it pops into my head, and then I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, well, all right. Yeah, what right. do I need to look at in that's going on in my
0: life right now that this is popping into my head? Yeah. Right. Oh, but it can exactly. pop into your head. It's like, oh yeah, I used to like that beer with the with Mexican food. I used oh to yeah. Have. yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. you're, you're not you know responsible I mean? for your first thought. Right. But. Your actions. Anything after that, yeah. you are responsible <laughs> yeah. for. Oh, yeah. Know? If you take it upon yourself to start romancing it, that's when you're going to lead yourself down. Yeah. And that that's incredibly powerful mm-hmm. addiction is there going like this. Dude, I have Calm Remember ones up. every Calm day. I, I, I work for the
1: DPW, and when we leave our yard, we drive right by the methanol clinic. Oh, yeah. The yep. van every day. Mm. And I see what these people, and it's I see myself. Yeah, I see myself mm. every single day. Yeah, you know, and I I don't want to forget where I came from. I don't want to forget what I've been through to get where I am. That's right. No. Everything that I, that's gone on in my life got me to where I am right now. I've survived a hundred percent of the shit that I thought was going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yep. That's right. It's 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 insane. You know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um. You know, and today it's like. I don't know. Like I, I, I show up for work. Like I, uh, I just got a new job, and I'm actually t- taking a huge pay cut. And but I'm working. Oh, yeah. yeah, but I'm, I'm working in a whole different new career, and it's actually um, with people in recovery. And good. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm so excited about this chapter that's coming, and like the financial aspect of it, it's it's crazy because. I am just like God's got me like like yeah, whatever happens yeah. like I'm gonna be okay through that. Yeah, you like, gotta,
1: it's sometimes it's hard to to for your faith to outweigh your fear. Oh yeah, but yeah, a, a, it's a lot entirely of possible. It's like the the job I have now, I left a job and took a twenty one dollar an hour pay cut to take that job, oh, and oh. and people were like, "What are you crazy?" And it's like, no, I'm looking long haul. I'm looking at the big yeah. picture. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like, yes, you know, I say short term. This might be like the str- the biggest struggle I faced well not the biggest but um one of the a big struggle financial financial insecurity is huge oh yeah, that, yeah.
1: it's that's a tough one to leave yeah you know what I mean? especially yeah. Fin- like financial insecurity will leave us um,
2: yeah, yeah yeah Mm-hmm. And especially like right now it's like I'm 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 just making it like I'm just cutting it mm. but but you know. Short term, I'm preparing myself. I know this is going to be a struggle, but long term, I think this is going to be the most beneficial choice that I make in my life. And, um... It can help me like a long way and it can help so many other people. Right. And if and, and if you key. feel good
1: about it, you know yeah. what I mean?
2: Yeah. Right. I feel so secure with it and I, I know that, you know, all I can do with this fears is give it to my higher power and that's like mm-hmm. truly what I do every morning. You know, every morning I wake up, every morning I pray, every morning I meditate. Uh okay. I try to meditate every morning. Some mornings oh. <laughs> I it does slip my mind. Yeah. But but for the most part and You know, I I don't do ten step inventory every day, if I'm being honest, but I do do it when I know I notice something's going on. Like like I'll notice like I'm acting out on old behaviors, or I'm being really angered easily, or my ego's a little bit too high, and I uh, you know I'll quickly do the resentment, do a turnaround, or just do a nightly inventory. I send that to my I talk to my sponsor on a daily basis. Like that one does not slip. Like we at least text daily, yeah. Um, and
0: so it's so this is all um, AA stuff, right? You're, yeah. You do it AA, not NA or not.
2: Yeah. So this is all AA. I've done yeah. AA. I've done you know the Vivitrol. I've done, I've done some learn to cope meetings, which is actually like for people for family members that are struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was a huge, huge rewarding thing. Learn that to
0: I, cope, huh? Is that yeah. like Al Anon type of thing?
2: No, it's, it's not Al Anon. On.
1: Yeah, it's 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 mostly for people to understand why their family members are the way they are. Yeah, exactly. okay. I've actually I've mm-hmm. actually spoken at a couple learn to cope meetings and to oh, hear. Really? Yeah, to I spoke on
2: here. I spoke. I yeah, did they went did. Here. They used
1: to have them here. Like to hear what the family members go through oh. gives you a f- fucking boot in the ass of yeah. how yeah. we affect oh. our family. Oh right. my god,
2: yeah, it does. And oh. I actually, you know what? I brought the first time I did it. I was so nervous, but I brought my mom and my brother with me to do it, and like that, just that in itself, like that's just a gift, like that I can bring my mom and my brother to come here, me speak to these family members that mm. that were once where you know my mom and brother were, and. Right. Mm. it's yeah it's so rewarding and you know what it's like i gave uh i did my first well actually it was my second amends to my mom and that was like the most beautiful experience um she she obviously like being a woman that was has gone through some things in recovery as well she you know she forgave me or or she said you know it's okay just keep doing what you're doing but she also said there's nothing that I can say that will make the fear of me relapsing ever go away, and
0: right. It, well, it's I not think it's to be time. Said, it's it's time and it's action. And exactly,
2: it's and, and that's what my sponsor said. And I don't think that it truly will ever go away. Like I'm her, I'm her youngest. I'm her baby. I'm her only daughter, and mm. that. But you know what. Just working this program and keep doing what I'm doing. That's the only way I can make it at least subside a little bit.
1: Yeah, it, that's you're right. A living amends. That's that's exactly. all you can do. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Sometimes it's you know we can't say enough to fix the damage that we've done.
2: Yeah, and it, um, you know it's like right. I used for so long that like how can I really like expect any like true full forgiveness like well, when when I haven't been sober as long as. That's right. Been?
0: That's it's the old yeah. thing where you walk a mile into the woods, you got to turn around and walk yeah. a mile back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, so. some people,
1: some people are like, "All right, I'm sober now. Where's my fucking parade? Like, oh yeah. What what, else, what more do you want me to do? And it grand a the wind more. stopped blowing.
0: Yeah, there's it, yeah. a lot more yeah. to do. <laughs> you
1: know, uh, it's it's. Yeah. It's all action. I definitely That's expected right.
2: that. Sometimes, like yeah. I'd be like, "Hello, like I'm sober today. What do you mean?" Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, you mean you're like you're doing what you're supposed to do?" Yeah, I'm there's, like oh there's yeah,
1: millions of people that we don't do anything extraordinary. There's millions of people that deal with the same shit that we do every single day, and they don't stick a needle in their arm or exactly. snort something up their nose.
0: That's you know? right, my uncle, But my also,
1: uncle. they don't have the program that we have. That's exactly. true. They have to walk around. Yep without a solution, you know, and it's funny because I was talking about this with my therapist the other day, and, like, I'm looking out the window at Quincy Center, and he's like, just look at those people just, like, stomping around. They don't have
0: what we have.
2: It's true. They don't get the relief that we get,
0: you know? It and is it's true. true it is true it, it my is my true. uncle <laughs> says my uncle says oh you got a chip you got you got a, a 5 year or or a, a 3 year chip congratulations where's my i've been doing the right thing for 50 years yeah right, <laughs> right. that's good yeah, yeah we,
1: we celebrate you know 24 hours of recovery this you know There's people that
0: don't do what we do that's because yeah. that's because we we are not supposed to be not sticking a needle in our arm—that's right. our nature. Once we right. get all go off into that dark space, mm-hmm. yeah. it's a miracle to come back, and a lot of people don't. Right, you know. So. It's yeah. and it's getting worse and worse every single day. Actually
2: yeah. my mom my mom presented me with my year medallion since we're talking about medallions. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it, it was it was good. She was nervous. Um she's
0: she's still in recovery.
2: So she actually ju- she she did end up drinking again and mm. she doesn't she uh like goes to church a lot. Like that's her way of recovery. Yeah. There's and, always. Oh yeah. And, and I really support that. I'm actually like a big believer and like I go to church a lot too and, mm. and I'm very really yeah, active. Yeah.
1: This There's so many other aspects of our life that we need to address. Yeah. Like the the AA and the 12 steps will address your drinking and drug problems. Exactly.
2: I I heard in a meeting once and it was like... the 12 steps were where the train tracks to my higher power, and I, I believe that 100%. So now I just try to like grow my higher power in like all aspects. Like, mm. I don't ever want to be stagnant in my relationship with my higher power because it's the most important thing and it's the number one thing in my life. Um, but I actually, my mom did just get a year of sobriety. Oh, awesome, congratulations, it's, mom! It, congratulations, <laughs> um, and I got to give her my medallion back to her. Oh, wow, and that That's was nice. like it was. uh, Yeah. Very cool. uh, Yeah. She definitely, she cried, but she cries a lot. (laughs) So do I. uh, Yeah. I mean, I do too. I
0: I haven't cried a lot. Did she get a cake, though?
2: She didn't get a cake. cake. No, (laughs) no. We actually, I went to a a worship concert with her. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that was good. Uh, She didn't get a cake, though. No, unfortunately. But
1: (laughs) it's all good. No one ever cuts the fucking cake at the meeting, anyways.
0: I threw I my, know, mine. Mine fell get, right I on the floor. I didn't get a either. bite of it. Yeah, yeah. I nothing. I, yeah, <laughs> I didn't even get
1: a cake. I've been I've been to somewhere. It's like fucking Candida Meister You better cut that shit before <laughs> yeah, you go know cut it, that man. cake that, now. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that ain't that ain't no six ninety nine stoppy cake. Cut
0: that <laughs> bitch up. I want some of that. Uh, you know. no. yeah. All right. Well, we but we're uh, we're on short.
1: Yeah, they um they actually didn't even have the meeting tonight. Oh, they didn't? Yeah, not, not enough people showed up. So. Ooh, oh, son no. of a gun. So oh, gotta no. gotta Which gotta meeting is it? It's a, it's a women's meeting? Yeah, it's a it's mom's a, meeting? Right? It's a nurturing meeting. Uh, nurturing oh, I meeting? Okay.
0: Yeah. It used to be a mom's so meeting. So oh, they I do know. like
1: all kinds of stuff. It's actually pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it's, it's women, though. And uh, yeah, oh, okay. I want to uh, apologize for all the interruptions tonight. My little one is.
0: That's okay. You, you, all you over know, the place. It's all good. She's adorable. She's so But yeah. She's part, of, like part she's of
1: life. She's part of my recovery.
0: Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah. We're going to oh. interview her one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank so, you guys so uh, much. YouTube.
1: Yes, thank you for, of for uh, so uh, messaging much. us. And, of and I'll say it again. If there's anyone out there that, you know, they want to come on, they want to share their experience, strength, and hope, message this group page or the business page. We will respond accordingly and... Get you in when we can. Um,
0: yeah, and listen, if there's, if there's somebody out there, they're stuck um, at work or they're stuck somewhere like this and they can't get to a meeting, subscribe to us on YouTube. Yes. You got Right now, we've got 40 meetings on, online you're going to listen to. 41 now. 41. Yeah. We just released one tonight.
1: Yes. Uh, hashtag recovery at your fingertips.
0: There you go. (laughs) There it is. There it is.
1: Uh, LOLterms.com Please subscribe. Lolterms.com. Here she is. Say hi. (laughs) (laughs)
0: This is the gifts of recovery right here, kid. Yes, it is. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, she's gotta go pee, so we gotta go. (laughs) That's it. Peace. Bye. Bye. I live in this world full of